super excited that you clicked play to this podcast. Right now, we are listening to episode 214, the last episode of 2023. Can we add the theatrics? Can we add the drama? 2023, like the meme says, did you die though? (laughs) We're going to do a fun little recap of this year. We're going to share some emotions, some feelings, and I'm going to send you on your merry way. Knowing me, I may or may not be somewhere in the sky at this moment. So you are listening to me in past tense, but also future tense and all of the above. I want to first and foremost, thank you so much for listening to me all year long. Shout out to the Spotify fam. I see you. I see the numbers are are, are climbing week by week on Spotify. My SoundCloud family Thank you, thank you, thank you. iTunes, what's going on? Google Play, what up? I am more than thrilled and humbled, really, that I have people that want to listen to me week by week. I will never take that for granted, even though there's days that I don't want to do an episode. (laughs) There's days that I kind of sit here and I'm like, oh my God, what am I going to say to these people? But I know that I'm doing this because I express myself better on podcasts than I do in any other form. Uh, Writing is another tool that I use, but it's really dark, my writing. So I don't know if the world is ready to see that part of me. So we're going to wrap up 2023. It has been a year, y'all. If I could tell you I have been on my ASS most of this year, you wouldn't believe me. I have accomplished a lot. But we're going we're gonna to move it back, okay? We're going to go back to January of 2023. My mom went in for surgery at the end of the month of that January. From January to March, it was a blur. It was a complete blur because I was just around the clock taking care of her. It was a process. Um, we had to go from mushy food to minced food to soft food to the appointments Um, I don't remember if you, I don't know if you guys recall, I was involved in a motor vehicle accident last year in December and I didn't have a car, uh, for a good portion of February. So it was quite the adventure because my mom had surgery and literally the day that I took her home from the hospital, I had to return this car back. And it was a mad dash of me trying to find a new car You know, I was grateful and thankful that I had the ability to go out and buy a new car. I'll never take 
for granted the opportunities that God gives me for growth. But it's extremely stressful because, like many of you know, I'm a one I'm a one army person. I have to do everything. And when your person, who's my mother, is ill and she can't move, I had to go do this car shopping by myself. I found a car. I went. I signed for it. I was by myself. You know, and it was just one of those things. I've done so much by myself this year that realistically, when somebody tries to come to say anything to me, I'm looking at them like, what? I had one of the toughest years of my 30s because I had to deal with so much on my own. It may have not looked like it, but I was on my own for a lot of shit. Come, okay, so March rolls around. And just as I'm like, okay, great, I'm getting a new, I got a new car. My mom got the green light from surgery. Like she was better. Her, her uh, recovery time was right on time. Then I get this notice from my landlord. You got to move. I need to sell this place. And it just put me in high gear. I'm like, are you kidding me? I can't catch a break this year. All I, it's just, I know once I finish telling you everything, I have a dip, different perspective of it now. Of course, when it's happening, you're in the eye of the storm you know, it was very stressful for me to find a new place. I had lived there for nine years. It was a place I moved in with my ex-husband. And because rent was affordable for me, when things happened, he had to go, but I stayed with my mom, of course. And finding a new apartment in the city of Toronto drove me absolutely mental. Many of you are thinking like, oh, why don't you just buy a place? I tried to buy a place. I didn't qualify to buy a place because I was by myself. It was a really hard rock that I hit because it became apparent to me at that given point right there that I am a single woman in a metropolitan city that is very expensive. And what I may want to achieve, which is own a property, I will have to pull and push myself into such a discomfort zone to achieve it. I'm not sitting here saying it's impossible. I'm not going to be here. One of those people saying like, oh my God, I'm never going to be able to do it. Prices are this, interest rates are that, blah, 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 blah. No, I'm going to do this, but it will take a different version of myself to get there. And whether I want to admit that or not, out loud, I'm admitting it with you, but I know I have to work four times as hard to achieve something that maybe another person that has privilege from the beginning, that has more savings, or that has a, a partner who's on the same level as them, will be able to achieve. I know that, but I'm not backing down without a fight. Now, looking for an apartment was a hassle. Everything is super expensive in the city. And I sat there to myself and I was like, well, things aren't expensive. You're just not making enough money. So for anyone that listens to me and says things are expensive, I want you to take that thought and flip it and ask yourself, if things cost this much and people are buying them, what am I not doing to achieve that? to buy those things with ease. I was talking to a good friend of mine, Carlos. Shout out to Carlos Mariano, if you're not following him, Carlucho. He is amazing. And I was talking to him and he has the same thought process as me. I was like, I don't sit here and, and cry over that things are expensive. I sit here and think, what am I not doing in order to achieve these things? What am I missing? What figure am I not hitting? What do I need to do? And there we go. You got to leap outside our comfort zone. I finally find a place in May. I move in in May. And it was nothing like I imagined. I went from a two-bedroom, two-bathroom condo with an in-suite laundry to a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, and outside laundry in a very nice part of the city. Of course, I live very, I'm very central now. However, it doesn't have the commodities that I once had. So this was a learning curve. I didn't like this apartment. I thought it was this. I thought it was that. You know, I had to clean a lot. I had to get rid of a lot of things. I had to purge 
And it was just an uncomfortable time. It wasn't until July of 2023 that things started turning around for me. It was when I went to Colombia. I actually had, you guys, I'll share I'll share a snippet with you, but I'm not going to share absolutely everything. I had a spiritual person speak to me in July. And she basically gave me all these blessings and told me that my paths were going to open come July. Come when I came back from Colombia, my paths were going to open. And I don't know if it was just the timing in my life, but everything just flowed well after July. Literally, I got opportunities to be on stage, you know, the podcast, more listeners, my, oh, my corporate job is, but I still had a job. I was easing into life and I came to understand that everything that had transpired from January to July had to transpire in order for me to grow and be where I am today, right? Now, from July to December, I've realized that, A, I fucking love my life. This is exactly where I need to be. This is exactly what I need to be doing. I'm surrounded by people who genuinely love me for me. My friends are doing great. My mother's health is improving. My family members, in retrospects, we're doing fine. We're more tighter than we've ever been. And I'm sitting here and I'm like, wow, I really had to go take myself out of the for- the comfort of the walls that I had, that I lived for nine years, that I had all these memories with my ex, and I had to move out of there to start fresh in a brand new apartment and have new opportunities open up to me. I've had so much fun. I've seen so many concerts this year. Um, Alicia Keys, Sam Smith, uh, Alejandro Fernandez. I have seen... Uh, Lauren Hill, the great Lauren Hill. I saw Romeo Santos. I was in and out different restaurants with my friends. I got to travel. I went to Colombia. I went to my the state of Miami in the USA. You know, I'm gonna you know toss into a little island that I really love that you guys know <laughs> in the next few days. And I'm just sitting here and I'm going like, damn, Hannah, your life really flipped around. You were really uncomfortable for six months. You were, I cried so much in the beginning of this year. You guys have no idea. And now you're looking at your life. You are single. You're happy. People notice that you're glowing. Things, opportunities are happening for your brand. I was part of a photo shoot. I was a model for a photo shoot. I can't reveal more details, but I was an actual model. You know, I I did a big festival. I was MC of a big festival. I, you know, I spoke at out of two other Smaller events, but very impactful. And I'm doing well. I'm actually doing well. I'm actually scared to say it, but I am doing well. Oh my God, please God, keep keep blessing me. But I am doing well. And everything that has transpired in my life that seems like shit, that I'm crying, that I'm wondering why I'm being pushed, why is it so uncomfortable, is for my growth. So 2023, I really think, was a year for growth for me. There's a lot of areas, there's a lot of things that I realized that I no longer wanted in my life. There's things that I no longer accept in my life. And if you're going to be in it, you're going to have to adhere to those standards. And if you can't, then I'm going to have to say like Beyonce to the left, to the left. Take the, your few things and take the door to your left. I'm a high value woman and I want whoever's around me, whether it's in personal life or in a professional setting, or even family members, I've had to set boundaries. This is who I am. And this is who I've worked damn hard to become. And I've gone so far out of my comfort zone without the extension of a hand. 
man, I've been doing it. I've been busting my ass out here by myself. So it's going to take a certain caliber of person to look like for me to look at them. You're going to have to really bring your A game because I'm a self-made, self-funded woman who takes care of herself and takes care of her mother, takes care of this house and these bills and my business and the corporate job and the podcast and the events and this and that. So I'm sitting here and I'm, I'm listing all the things that I do, but I'm happy with it. And I'm content because I know that I've worked hard to get to this point in my life and I'm no longer accepting anything less than the excellence that I bring out. And that's hard for some people to understand. I have multiple conversations with one of my really good friends about this. And it may seem like, okay, well, maybe we're too much, but maybe I am too much to the wrong audience. Maybe you just have to pick your audience to what you're portraying. What are you trying to do with yourself in your personal, your professional life? And once you set the standard for yourself, you're setting the standard for yourself, then nobody else can come and say anything to you. Because you've done set the standard. You're the one saying how you want to be treated. You're the one saying how much money you want to earn. You're the one saying what type of lifestyle that you deserve. You have to believe it first. Before anybody else comes into your rearview mirror, you got to believe you deserve the good things. You have to believe that the toxic stuff that you permitted in your life is no longer it. Because you deserve the very best. If you're listening to me right now, you deserve the very best. Whatever the best looks like to you, that's what you deserve. Because we done walked everywhere that we've walked. Like we've walked, y'all. Like this year, I, there's a part of me that's extremely tired. I'm extremely tired. I actually wanted to stay in this holiday season. I have a week off from my corporate job and I really just wanted to stay in. But no, uh, duty calls. I'm a very loved person in many parts of the world. So I am making the grand dosiest effort to fly out and spend time with people that love me for me. Because I'm saying it all year, got to be around the people that love me for me. Got to be around the people that love me for me. So here I am making the effort, even though I'm very tired and I believe that I deserve rest because I've been grinding all year long, but it doesn't stop, right? It doesn't stop. And I have to remember that because there was a point three years ago that I wished to be this woman. The woman that I am today, I used to sit on my couch, in my black robe, looking outside the window, drinking wine, crying my eyes out, wishing to be exactly where I am today. So I want you now, in retrospect, this last podcast episode of 2023, I want you to really sit down and reflect. I'm not going to be here and like, you can't be the person you were last year, this year, and if you didn't reach your goals, you didn't work hard enough, and that's how I read it. Whenever I read these quotes, I'm like, all right, relax, relax. You can be wherever you are in your journey, and I support that, and I applaud that, and I'm happy about that. But I really want you to understand and look and reflect of what you've done this year, what looked like it was absolute garbage, and what did you learn? What recyclable item did you take from that lesson and keep walking? What was it, you know? And even if you haven't figured it out and then you're in a storm right now, you're in the eye of a storm right now, because Lord knows I've been in the eyes of a storm all year long. I want you to look and see what have you been ignoring for so long that that's a storm. I'll give you an example. Moving in May after nine years, when I became separated before my divorce was final, the first thing that my grandmother told me was, I need you to move out of there. I said, no, I don't want to move. Well, you should move. Oh, no, I don't want to move. It's in the middle of COVID. I could have afforded to move, 
more comfortably back then. And I just didn't want to. I wanted to stay there because it was comfortable for me because I could pay it easily. And I didn't want, I felt like I had gone through so much change already that I didn't want to change. What I avoided was moving. And what I was forced to do was move. So in retrospect, I want to tell you whatever you're ignoring, it's going to come back as a lesson and you're going to be like, damn, I got to figure this shit out because I've been ignoring it for X amount of years. I've been ignoring it for X amount of months. And now it's such a big problem in your face that you can't, there's nothing else you can do. You have to figure it out. It's going to be painful and you're going to think it's unfair. My God, I will sit here and complain that things are unfair. Uh, have you seen the grocery prices in the in the store? Have you seen that? Every week I go at 10, 15 cents on just basic household items. I'm, yeah, for Christmas, I gave out grocery cards to some people because I was like, no, nah, I'm not going to give you a gift. Here's a grocery card. And I'm telling you, they appreciated it because I know things are expensive. And if you have a few people in your house, it can it can amount to a lot. It can amount to a lot. So my fellow, fellow listener who I love with all my, you guys are my favorite fucking people. I don't know who some of you are, but you're my favorite person for listening to me right now. I really appreciate it. I actually was on SoundCloud and I saw somebody listen to me from Glasgow, from Glasgow. I don't know. Where is Glasgow? Hold on. Glasgow. I saw that. I saw somebody up in Panama, like Mibana. What's going on? I love Panama. I've never been, but I have been in the airport and everybody was so kind to me. And I promised myself I was going to go back and I want to go to the canal. And I want to eat seafood, fresh seafood, like I saw it once on YouTube. And I want to have a vibe. I want to stay in the Hard Rock uh, Tower in Panama City and just do the thing. Just do the thing. All right, y'all. But I'm going to love you and leave you because your girl has to tape another episode (laughs) for January. But as always, I want to wish you a happy, happy new year, a prosperous 2024 it's an even number year, so it's going to go well for us. And even if it doesn't go well for us, we have each other each week. Each week, we're going to have each other, and we're going to get through this thing called life because I ain't perfect. I share what I can within reason, and I hope that it resonates with you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Muchisimas gracias. Thank you for listening to me this whole year. I really appreciate you all. I'll let you get to me once now, baby. But I'll never let you win the game. I'll let you get to me once now, baby. But I'll never let you win the game.